Kavanaugh. <laughs> what, <did we> call, <laughs> what did we call him? Brett the what? I like swing and a miss. All right. Brett, swing and a miss. Heart. Kavanaugh? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> swing and a miss. Heart Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Coming to you from deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker, located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth. The show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain, and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. Well, it is a dirty job, and this is the David Allen Show. Welcome back. Uh, live in studio again with us. We don't know why. Uh, David is here. <clears throat> yes. Hey. Thank you. Thank and the you. peanut gallery. You know, really, you should sit down. Don't stand <laughs> when I walk hold, into hold, the right. I'm sorry. What was this? Yeah. This mm-hmm. is just too much. It's too yeah. much. Careful. And I'm spent. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. The peanut gallery decided to join us again. Yes. Thank you. Oh, is that me? <laughs> all, all of our mini fan. <laughs> our, our other fan favorite decided he needed to not be here uh, jay, you're the one i tried to get jay here but he flaked out on us it's all right though fine uh we were last episode we kind of dug a little bit into what was known at the time about this supreme court nomination brett the hitman oh kevin <laughs> heart oh sorry yes. I just kind of Brett the Hitman Kavanaugh. Actually, could we say something? Let's see. What was his theme music? Let's see. Brett the Heart. Brett the Hitman Heart. <laughs> Brett Hart. Hello. You know, I don't. Nothing like leaps out at me for his theme music. <laughs> I don't want achy breaky heart. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> He's one that fell off the ceiling in there. No, what? that was his brother, Owen. Oh. Oh, and dead? Yeah, and died. Oh, yeah, bummer. he fell 80 feet. They didn't properly secure the harness. The the PA guy says, this is not scripted. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm trying to find, for those of you that are watching by radio, I'm trying to find Brett the Hitman Hearts theme song because... Oh, play that every time. <laughs> it would be. It, I think we could pull that off. Yeah, Brett the hit. It's not the hitman. It's Brett the. What are we? What would we call that? I mean, he's he's accused. We have the alleger. Remember Brown is hit the her? Brown. Brett the hit her. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's the inadvertent murderer. <laughs> Brett the swing in the mess. Uh... Wait, when you say swing, what are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, I can't find it. All I see is The Rock. That's not what I want. I don't uh, know if he had much of a theme but he song. He was way back, yeah? Yeah. I don't think he had much of one. I mean, there's Triple H. Hey. <clears throat> yeah, see, this isn't it. It's funny. Yeah. No. No. Were, were you into the wrestling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that explains yeah. a lot. It does. Yeah. What time it is now. Old school wrestling. Old school. AWA. Vern Gagne. Did you know who Buzz Ivan Sawyer Putsky. was? 
Yeah, yeah, he was a freak. But that was Georgia Championship Wrestling. Oh. We're talking the Crusher, Baron Von Raschke. The Blue Cyclone. Uh, Mad Dog Vashon. Do you remember him at all? No, I didn't watch that slot. Okay. He wants... Pull the guy's eye out when he got into a fight. <clears throat> like for real or for the television? For real. He was the type of guy that, he was only like 5'8", but yeah. he was oh, mean and crazy. Huh. Here's Jimmy Hart. That's not what we want. Yeah, Mouth of the South, no. <laughs> the fact that you just pulled these right out is just <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, I know. I don't like the look of that vein on your neck sticking out. <laughs> Did you watch The Hateful Eight? No, I didn't. You should. It's funny. <laughs> huh. Steve Zahn's in it. Huh. Uh-oh. He pulls his eye out. Like a, a functioning eye? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they're in the one-eyed gang. <laughs> what, what he doesn't know is all the others just have a blindfold on. <laughs> they didn't really pull their eye out. And he wanted to be... <laughs> well, I'd let him in. I tell you what, I would. It's funny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now entering the ring, Brett. Kavanaugh. <laughs> what did we call him? Brett the what? I like swinging a miss. All right. Brett, swinging a miss. Heart. Kavanaugh? <laughs> Maybe. Swinging a miss. Heart, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. From the LA Times, page one. Kavanaugh's angry testimony may save his nomination, but undercut his claims of being an impartial jurist. Judge Brett. Brett swinging a miss, Kavanaugh. His raw, combative defense against a sexual assault allegation from decades ago may have saved his embattled nomination, but his angry partisan words last week also may have damaged his ability to be seen as a fair justice on the nation's highest court. So uh, the thing about that is there's nothing he could say. If he didn't get angry, it was because he was probably guilty. Guilty, yeah. If, and, and, he got angry because he's guilty. Yeah. He got caught. Mm, yeah, and found him out. if he didn't get angry and didn't say harsh words, uh, he probably doesn't have the stomach. But if he does get Ooh, angry yeah. and says harsh yeah. words, oh, he's going to be—he he can't be impartial. <clears throat> so it's more of the, the ends justify the means by these pukes. Kavanaugh said he wrote his statement, which he delivered Thursday before the Senate Judiciary Committee, entirely on his own. And unlike much of the nation, he said he did not watch the preceding riveting testimony of Christine Blasey Ford. <laughs> or I kind of, I mean, couldn't you say Blase? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've heard it called Ballsy. <laughs> I don't know if that's think, how you pronounce it. Well, I think if you're dyslexic, you'd probably say Ballsy. <laughs> well, look Blase. at Brad Favre. His name is Favre. Yes, it is Favre. But they call him Favre. I don't get it. It's like a leap in back in time or That's something. That's like ballsy. Okay. 
The California psychologist, psychology professor. You know, most, wait a second. Most, psychology isn't Jordan Peterson a psychologist? Yes, he is. Clinical psychologist. Yeah, and he's a professor. Yes, he seems to be a little more is erudite the proper word. Yeah, that would be the proper word. Okay, good. Uh, she, uh, this psychology prof who told the senator she was quote one hundred percent certain. A teenage Kavanaugh had drunkenly attacked her when they were high school students in Maryland in the early 1980s. Determined to clear his name. What? Who? Sorry, hold on. You could text. Sorry. The peanut gallery is trying to send me a message surreptitiously that didn't work out. What are you trying to show me? Just there's some of those things. Ah. So her body language got assessed? Ooh. All right. You can check those out. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Unlike much of the nation, no, hold on, determined to clear his name, he did not just argue that Ford, whom he says he had barely known, wait a second, I thought he said he didn't know her, had mistakenly identified him as the attacker she feared would rape her or suffocate her by muffling her cries. Rather, he portrayed the accusation as a politically motivated attack by vengeful Democrats, arising from the frenzy on the left to blow me up and take me down. At week's end, Kavanaugh's confirmation remained in some doubt. The Republican-led Senate bowed to pressure and postponed a confirmation vote for a week, while the FBI conducts a limited investigation of the allegations against him by Ford and two other women. Should he be confirmed, however, at a minimum, his nationally televised remarks are likely to linger in Americans' memories, further undercutting for many the notion that the high court's decisions reflect a fair, impartial reading of the Constitution, history, and precedent, and not the nine justices' political leanings. In particular, Kavanaugh's judicial temperament has been called into question. There will be damage to the court and its reputation, said Irwin Chemerinsky, dean of the UC Berkeley School of Law. This episode, he noted, follows the Bush v. Gore ruling in 2000, which settled the presidential election in Republican George W. Bush's favor, as well as Senate Republicans' 2016 action blocking even a hearing for Merrick Garland, President Obama's Supreme Court nominee, to hold the seat open until Donald Trump took office. I have the sense that all of this will be given th- will have given the Republicans control of the court that they've wanted for decades, and they have greatly damaged the institution of th- in the process. Legal observers said Kavanaugh had all but refuted his earlier message to senators during his first days-long appearance before the Judiciary Committee earlier this month, when he emphasized that he had been an independent judge on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, and did so in mostly calm, measured tones. Quote, The Supreme Court must never be viewed as a partisan institution, he said then. The justices on the Supreme Court do not sit on opposite sides of an aisle. They do not caucus in separate rooms. In confirmation to the court, I would be part of a team of nine committed to deciding cases according to the Constitution and laws of the United States. On Thursday, Kavanaugh telegraphed a far different message, and loudly, in tones that were by turns angry, mocking, and scornful of the Democratic senators arrayed to his right. This quote has been a calculated and orchestrated political hit 
fueled with apparent pent-up anger about President Trump and the 2016 election, fear that has been unfairly stoked about my judicial record, revenge on behalf of the Clintons, and millions of dollars in money from outside left-wing opposition groups, he said. Pointing to the Democrats, he angrily alleged, some of you are lying in wait, ready to reveal Ford's secret allegation just as the committee and the Senate were about to confirm him to a lifetime seat on the Supreme Court. My family and my name have been totally and permanently destroyed by vicious and false additional accusations, he said. Now, he's... He, I don't think that he chose any of these words flippantly. And I find this intriguing. He said, my family and my name have been totally and permanently destroyed by vicious and false additional accusations. So you're saying uh, he's implying that the first one was true? Did not destroy him permanently. I mean, if we're going to parse words, perhaps not surprisingly, given that Kavanaugh had reason to fear that the president could pressure him to withdraw, the judge's attack on the Democrats echoed what Trump had said two days earlier. Oh, they're in cahoots. Speaking in New York, the president had described the sexual assault allegations against his Supreme Court nominee as a big fat con job. Good presidential language orchestrated by the Democrats. They're actually con artists, he said. After Kavanaugh spoke at Thursday's committee hearing, similarly taking the fight to his Democratic critics, the president reaffirmed his support on Twitter. Judge Kavanaugh showed America exactly why I nominated him. His testimony was powerful, honest, and riveting. You think that Trump really watched the testimony? Democrats' search-and-destroy strategy is disgraceful, and his pro- this process has been a total sham. Did you see Lindsey Graham's tirade? Oh, man, that was awesome. And, I'm, you know, Lindsey Graham, I'm not, I'm not a big supporter of him, but I thought that was outstanding. <clears throat> I know him as Lindsey Graham-nesty. Thank you, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Yeah, I. <laughs> but think of uh, the children, Cl- oh. Clarence Thomas. I mean, that Anita Hill thing is still hanging over his head <laughs> after many, however many years. Um, so it's going to be hanging over this guy's head. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, he's right. <clears throat> and he, I mean, his uh, the words that he used about the additional allegations. Mm-hmm. Um, like some of them were anonymous. The whole, I think, it, the, the point of it might be that he's trying to make is that who, one... Who, who, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. One allegation of something that happened 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now we have, like, several that pop up out of nowhere... None that have any basis in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to take that and they're going to use it. Did you see the, uh, Senator Flake get uh, confronted by this yes. lady? In, yes, I did. In the elevator. And I thought... <clears throat> Look at she, me. I th- Yeah, that one. I think um, 
I think she had larger testicles than he did. <clears throat> okay, so. <coughs> Sorry. This. You, know, you talked about the protesters that are down the hall. You talked about the message that they're trying to send, that elections have consequences, and who knows what Senator Flake's future is, future plans are. Uh, he was accosted by accosted. a demonstrator a little bit earlier. We're going to play that. Please do. In front of your office with Ann Barton. I told the story of my sexual assault. I told it because I recognized in Dr. Ford's story that she's telling the truth. What you are doing is allowing someone who actually violated a woman to sit in the Supreme Court. This is not tolerable. You have children in your family. Think about them. I have two children. I cannot I'm imagine sorry. that for the next 50 years, they will have to have someone in the Supreme Court who has been accused of violating a young girl. What are you doing, sir? I was this actually assaulted and nobody believed me. I didn't tell anyone, and you're telling all women that they don't matter, that they should just stay quiet because if they tell you what happened to them, you're going to ignore them. That's what happened to me, and that's what you're telling all women in America. That they don't okay, first of all, you're a woman, so you're being hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny if you would have said that. Um, but He would be <laughs> murdered if that were the case. <laughs> Um, but I, I, they, they made several factually incorrect statements about Judge Kavanaugh. They made assumptions that he did it. Mm -hmm. They also equated what happened there with what happened to them, which was, you know, apparently a sexual assault. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, first of all, they're equating two things that didn't, uh, that aren't necessarily equivalent. That's the first thing. The second thing is, they didn't talk about it, but this is a 16 or a 17-year-old young man and a 16 or 17-year-old young lady in F a room. 15, I think. Okay, 15. He was a year or two older than her, if it happened. Mm -hmm. If it happened. <clears throat> so are you excusing the behavior if it happened? It, what do you mean by excusing? Saying it was okay? Yep. If it actually happened? No, I'm not saying it's okay. Well, but it, aren't you by default? No. No. How can you not be? Um, I have a friend. No way. Yeah. Who was my, he was my best friend in high school. Okay. He has drank the Kool-Aid and is on the crazy progressive side. Across the board? Across the board yep. on everything. If I could reproduce some of the things that he wrote, like in my yearbook or other things like that as a professor, um, I could probably, I could very well possibly um, ruin his career. For some of the things that he has said mm -hmm. <clears throat> when he was 16, 17, 18 years old. Does that seem fair? Uh, so you are approving of the behavior. Good. Next. <laughs> okay. I think this is true. If we are going to hold adults accountable for things they may have done. 
when they were 14, 15, 14, 16, 17. Right, right. stupid. I mean, I, I have high school kids in this room weekly now mm-hmm. learning how to learn and do and do podcasts. Mm-hmm. They're dumb sometimes. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff they think is cool not, is not, dumb. Not, not some of the time. <laughs> a, a good portion of the sure, time yeah. they do stupid things. Yeah. And so should we now begin to, to document all of the stuff that they say? All the dumb things they might do, all mm-hmm. the decisions they may do, and then hold it. Mm-hmm. And then when they're 50, bring it out, drag it out, and say, well, actually, you can't have a say in this, or you can't have this job, because look what you did when you were 15. Mm-hmm. You made that mean word. You said something bad. Or, you kissed a girl, and she didn't really want you to. Or some of these women who were absolute tyrannical bullies to their classmates mm. and now they're in politics or they're whatever how can how can we allow this vile person to be brought into this position who has mm. done these horrific things to these people no context no context on age no context on anything you do not nobody holds holds kids to the same standard as an adult unless it's a, a an extremely heinous crime then they might be prosecuted as an adult but far more often they're prosecuted as a, a juvenile because our legal system understands that they have not matured to the point mm-hmm. where they can be held fully held responsible for their actions i won't be held responsible now, did we not peanut gallery earlier today? Didn't you tell me that you saw a? Uh, you said the the questioner, the lawyer, Mich- what was it? Williams. I don't know. Anyway, the Mitchell. lawyer Mitchell. Mitchell 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 the lawyer that Mitch questioned in place of the Republicans, and this was all because they got scared by the left that they would be be seen as white bully men. They got bullied by the left. They, they totally did. You're right. Yeah. And you said they caucused together to kind of regroup after the meetings, right? Mm-hmm. And what did she determine based on her question? And she's a prosecutor, right? That's what this yep. lady does. That's her job. And prosecutes like sexual crimes, right? Yep. She said she could not take this case. She could not prosecute it. She could not get a search warrant in this case based on what she learned with her um <clears throat> with, the, her, the with her questioning. Oh, absolutely. So it's basically... There's no point. If I, if I went down to the sheriff here in town and said, when my buddy here was 17, he almost killed me. He, he fired a gun at me and it missed, but I'm pretty sure he tried to kill me and I've been bothered by that ever since. And... George, my buddy, he was there in the room and he saw it. That, the sheriff would say, what was your buddy's name? And he would go check. And the buddy would say, I don't know what he's talking about. I wasn't there. What would the sheriff do? Exactly. He would write up the report. This is what he would do. He'd write up the report and give it to the the uh, county attorney or district. Or, and they would look at it and say, insufficient evidence. There's no point. There's You can't. We can't go forward with this yeah. because there is a presumption of innocence. Of innocence. Yeah. And, to, and if we can prove the innocence is not there, then we go forward. And that, to me, that is the the narrative 
that needs to be hammered. Yeah, exactly. Are we going to become a society where accusations hold the same level without any other evidence that, I'm sorry, that somebody is convicted based upon an accusation, an accusation with no basis, with no other evidence? Are we going to be that society? Well, that's what the left wants when it fits their their agenda. Exactly. But it is this case is not just uncorroborated; it's refuted. Oh, it's refuted. Absolutely it's refuted. That's different. Yes, it is like well, I can't get anybody to tell me this. I can't get anybody to not say it didn't happen. Well, didn't uh, one of his uh, friends from high school said, "Well, actually, I was the one who did it, not him." I heard that. I don't know if that's anything, but yeah, I, I did hear. Lindsey someone Graham say that. says the guy's a a basket case. What does he mean by that? I don't know. Well, so yeah. So, well, if you're just, if you're taking somebody's word for stuff. Yeah. So, then you should take it. If you're going to be consistent, yeah. Um, You know, you were talking about uh, the Republicans didn't want to be seen as a bunch of white guys. Mm -hmm. Um, Ann Coulter wrote an article. (laughs) I saw the headline. (laughs) Um, she was quoting some um some different people. So she started out her article with some quotes. I'll read a few of them. Uh, Ariva Martin, from a CNN legal analyst, said they know the optics of eleven white men questioning Dr. Ford will be so harmful and so damaging to the GOP. Gloria Borger said they understand that. You have all of these white men who would be questioning this woman. The optics of it would look terrible. Uh, Jim Schiuto, there have been some discussion of the GOP senators who happen to be all white men. Uh, Jennifer Granholm, former governor of Michigan, what troubles me is now there are, um, that they're all white men asking her questions. So this is what Ann Coulter said. She said, let me begin by saying these commentators are making a brilliant and totally original point. She's saying this <laughs> tongue-in-cheek. The plain fact of which is outshone only by, as I've said, it's sheer no one has ever made that observation before in this. As the Supreme Court confirmation hearing resumes this week for Judge Brett Kavanaugh, it's clear that the Republicans are simply too white to get the job done. I suggest the Republicans sign up some outside help the way baseball teams make late-season acquisitions of pitchers. Farm team. And designated hitters for the playoffs. Some suggestions. Note, not all of the following individuals are Republicans, but none has any partisan profile that I'm aware of. Her first suggestion, the Reverend Al Sharpton. Oh, yes. (laughs) Tawana Brawley affair demonstrates that he believes women. (laughs) Bill Cosby. Extensive up-close experience with victims of sexual assault, albeit from a rapist rather than a rapee's perspective. Uh, Keith Eliason. Ellison. Li- or Ellison. Hello. Likely good rapport with committee Democrats. I, I sense a theme. Uh, Matthias Reyes would undoubtedly throw himself into committee's work as pleasant change of pace from prison. She said, sorry, I don't remember the gentleman's name, but that guy who kidnapped and raped the Columbia student poured bleach on her and crazy glued her lips shut. <laughs> this one is sort of a wild card, I admit. He would be absolutely great, or judging by his history of poor impulse control, 
He could be too emotionally unstable to handle the committee's important work. Definitely a person of color, though, that I'm sure about. Alton Maddox, attorney for black youth hired by Jewish landlord to slash a model's face because she refused to date him. <clears throat> and one more. Uh, Lacaretti Bali Reddy, entrepreneurial Indian immigrant with strong experience with underage rape victims, having brought little girls to the U.S. purchased from their poverty-stricken parents in India as, as private sex slaves. Seriously, if feminists want to make the point that only female senators have any business conducting these hearings, they have a logical point, albeit an idiotic one. Of course, the last time fe feminists bet big on women being certain allies in the fight against misogyny, they were the women of the OJ jury. Still, I get the logic of demanding women interlocutors. But what is the thinking behind snickering at white men judging an accusation of sexual assault? You can be for rape or against it. I happen to be against it. But the idea that alleged sexual assault survivors need the loving care of black, Indian, or Hispanic men to judge their stories flies in the face of crime statistics from around the globe. <clears throat> Anyways, she was... Uh, she's trying to make the point that it's just... It's, re it's ridiculous uh, that they hold this, the standard. But, like you know you've said um it's not it's all about the ends justifying the means yep are you aware that at 9:23 on the night of July the 9th the day you were nominated to the Supreme Court by President Trump Senator Schumer said 23 minutes after your nomination i will oppose judge Kavanaugh's nomination with everything i have i have a bipartisan and i hope a bipartisan Majority will do the same. The stakes are simply too high for anything less. Well, if you weren't aware of it, you are now. Did you meet with Senator Dianne Feinstein on August 20th? I did meet with Senator Feinstein. Did you know that her staff had already recommended a lawyer to Dr. Ford? I did not know that. Did you know that her and her staff had this allegations for over 20 days? I did not know that at the time. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. You've said that, not me. Pointing to the Democrats. You've got nothing to apologize for. Pointing when you to see Kavanaugh. Sotomayor and Kagan, tell no. them that Lindsey oh, said that all, because yeah. mm. I voted for them. I would never do to them what you've done to this guy. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics and if you really wanted to know the truth you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you've done to this guy are you a gang rapist no you know for half a second there I thought that was aimed at the Democrats <laughs> what wouldn't that have been funny if he would have gone yes dang, dang, no I'm no no <laughs> wrong wrong <laughs> I think that would have been funny I cannot imagine what you and your family have gone through. Boy, y'all want power. God, I hope you never get it. That's the best line of the whole speech. Yeah. Because this is exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. They have said from the beginning that this that well, we can't let this. This is the people's seat, for crying out loud. Obama didn't get to put his guy in, and that was our seat. This is the people's seat. They need to decide in this midterm election. And so we're going to oppose no matter what. Oppose, oppose, oppose. That's what we're doing. Power. That's all they want. Mm -hmm. The American people can see through this sham. 
that you knew about it and you held it. You had no intention of protecting Dr. Ford. None. She's as much of a victim as you are. God, I hate to say it because these have been my friends. But let me tell you when it comes to this. You're looking for a fair process. You came to the wrong town at the, the wrong, wrong time, time, my friend. Do you consider this a job interview? The advice and consent role is like a job. You consider that you've been through a job interview. I've been through a process of advice and consent under the Constitution. I think Clarence Thomas called it a high-tech lynching. Constitution, which Would you say you've been through hell? I, I've been through uh, hell and then some. This is not a job interview. Yeah. This is hell. This, this, this is going to destroy the ability of good people to come forward because of this crap. Now, that is You're an interesting thought. That this, this sham the Democrats have pulled, which is strictly to grandstand, is going to remove the ability yeah, but and, and I, the, the yeah. authenticity of more oh, for real think, allegations coming forward. No, I think what he's saying is that if you're somebody who legitimately values the law and the Constitution, you're not going to want to be on the Supreme Court because of what they oh, will oh, do so to that's, you. Oh, I see. Right. So this becomes a lynching every time now. Yeah, unless, unless, unless the on fix is in, unless it's a person who, you know, like, for instance, what they're going to do now is anytime somebody comes in, mm-hmm. like if I was president and Kavanaugh went through, I would I would tell people, okay, I want a list of 10 people in case some, something happens that I could choose from, and I want you to comb through their life mm-hmm. beginning to end, yeah. beginning to end, and create, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, don't you think they already do that? Well, they, they do it I don't know probably, that they do that, but I'm thinking well, according they probably to the, do. Well, they said that he's gone through six FBI investigations. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? There might be a legitimate reason why they didn't find this, and like, that might be because it never happened. Well, true, but but um, but this, me- it's remember, also a, a such a crazy thing. The situation is so crazy. I don't even know how would they even know to look. Well, like for instance, remember um, that that your book that the last that we time we dug around in, yeah. Uh, looking back into the high school, looking at the character oh, of the man. people in the high school, yeah. is there any way, like from now on, this is going to be this is going to be on the radar screen? I don't know why these. Guy. See, this is what no one really talks about. We <clears throat> kind of touched on it a little bit last show, but this idea that these prep schools maybe are terrible. Yeah. Maybe it's not a great place, but we can't have that, and so we have to make it this other kid from the Catholic school. He came in and did this because our girls' school is so good. We empower women so much. Well, clearly you don't, or this woman would have felt okay enough to say something. And and at what point have women never are not capable of being predators or horrific human beings? Because they couldn't vote. Uh-huh. Those all good points. <clears throat> Did you ever hear anybody from the media that talked about, good or bad, but just talked about the character of the woman? No. 
because you can't. Again, because of the narrative. But somebody needs to. If your daughter was 15 years old and she went to a party and there were no adults and you found out, yeah, I had a beer, um, would you think, no big deal? No, oh, I wouldn't. But if I if I hit most good most good Catholic parents wouldn't, and that's what most of these people are. They're they're good Catholics, I would think. But it was like, yeah, I had beer. I was fifteen. That's that's like having a pop. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It might be that way in some circles. Maybe their circles. Well, and what I'm learning is that's kind of the thing to do even here in this town, in the high school. Well, you don't do this because you can go over here and, oh, their parents are home, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not fine, but it is. But if you have a whole subculture, if the whole school's like that, if, you know, like if looking at that, at that yearbook, mm-hmm. in the future, in the future, what are they going to look at? And you're always going to have your. You can't always um, say, "Well, we're not going to um, promote any male Supreme Court justices anymore because it's just too much." Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the truth is, women are more likely to want to have children and have an actual life than to not, because of how they're how they're wired. <clears throat> Same reason why you have very few uh, female serial murders, because women are less, they're less, they have less single-minded commitment to one thing, an obsession. They're less obsessive. What does Peterson call that? Um, oh, what is it? I can't remember exactly how he phrases it, but the idea is that men tend to do have that idea that they grab onto one thing. And w- women are more amenable yeah. because they have to deal with children. He calls it agreeable. Agreeable, that's it, yeah. Yeah, okay. they're more agreeable. Because they they make children Yeah, and they have to raise them yeah. just merely because they came out of them. And women... So they're wired differently. Women tend to uh, uh, look at life different they're, they're, they want to have more of a life um, and there's just I mean it just it is the way it is I mean you can try to change it all you want anyways there's going to be fewer legitimate female Supreme Court justice candidates potential candidates than there are men just because of how people are wired so you can't always just go and say okay we gotta just in the future Mm -hmm. reject men because of this possibility well but from the left position you can like men should go away they have shirts now that say the future is female Mm -hmm. now I, I don't think it's a bad thing to have a female perspective in the room and maybe half of the room that's fine but to say that men are now by default predators and by default useless, mm-hmm. then the only way to go forward is with female. That just seems outrageous as a thought. Well, it is outrageous. But that's not the issue. There, here's something that's really curious to me. Let's say that Ms. Ginsburg takes a dirt nap pretty quick. Uh-huh. And Amy Barrett 
Amy Coney Barrett. I think that's her name. Is probably going to be picked. She's what forty? She mid forties, I think. She's a she's a conservative, white conservative woman. But because she's but conservative, she'll be hated. And... When was the last conservative Supreme Court woman on the court? Uh, what's and her the name? answer is there's never been one. Well, on the spectrum, there was uh, Su- uh, what was her name? Reagan. Reagan appointed her. Sandra Day O'Connor. Sandra mm. Day O'Connor. She's not that didn't remotely conservative, right wing. Well, she's not right wing. Here's what I wonder. But she's further to the right than than Ginsburg or Sotomayor or Olivia Kagan. Here's mm. what I'm curious to see what happens. Um, oh, we get a woman. Yeah, we need a woman. But if it's a conservative woman, I'm kind of curious to see what the left will do in her confirmation hearing. And oh. I bet it's not going to be much different than... No, it won't. It well, won't. A conservative you, man. It, yeah, it's, it ju- won't. it's just like if you are a, a black person and a conservative. You can't yep. be both things. Mm-hmm. Same, you, same you thing. Become you'll be an the, Uncle Tom. Totally, be, yeah. 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 And so if you're a conservative woman, you're actually not a real woman. Yeah. Just like, um, what's her name? The lady that ran Trump's campaign to win. Um, Conroy? No, the, bl- the blonde lady. What's yeah, her name? Conway. Con- oh, yeah, yeah. Conway. Kellyanne, yeah. Um, she's who? No one cares about her, even though she was the first woman to run a successful campaign like that and win. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't have her because she's not on our side. Mm-hmm. So they're opportunists, these liberals. Well, they're not. They're not honest. Hypocritical <clears throat> opportunists. The ends justify the means. Yeah. And because you can't always get what you want, let's listen to the Stones. My daughter hates this song. <laughs> I'd always sing it to her. So you ruined it for her. Good job. I did. I totally did. It couldn't have been because it's a crap song. Well, there is that too. I hate the Rolling Stones. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, let's just wrap up old, what's his name? Lindsey Gramnesty real quick. Because of this crap. Your high school yearbook. You have interacted with professional women all your life, not one accusation. You're supposed to be Bill Cosby when you're a junior and senior in high school. And all of a sudden, you got over it. It's been my understanding that if you drug women and rape them for two years in high school, you probably don't stop. Here's my understanding. If you lived a good life, people would recognize it, like the American Bar Association has the gold standard. Gold standard. His integrity is absolutely unquestioned. He is the very circumspect in his personal conduct, harbors no biases or prejudices. He's entirely ethical, is a really decent person. He is warm, friendly, unassuming. He's the nicest person. The ABA. The one thing I can tell you, you should be proud of. Ashley, you should be proud of this. Who's Ashley? That you raised a daughter. Oh, yes. Who had the good character to pray for Dr. Ford. To my Republican colleagues, if you vote no, you're legitimizing the most despicable thing I have seen in my time in politics. You want this seat? I hope you never get it. I hope you're on the Supreme Court. That's exactly where you should be. 
and I hope that the American people will see through this charade. And I wish you well, and I intend to vote for you, and I hope everybody who's fair-minded will. And there you have it. Lindsey Graham, senator from North Carolina. Something like that. The One south. note about his speaking. South, but yeah. He jumps back and forth too much. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he does. He's talking to him, mm -hmm. and then he talks to him. Mm -hmm. and, and visually, you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, you could tell this is uh, this is legitimate, like how he feels. Yeah. yeah. Because he, it's not. Yeah, it's he's, not just, a he's just screaming. Yeah. 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 He almost was crying, and th that's what I felt. Kind of, I I didn't get to see the Ford lady, Blase Ford, her um. Her opening statement. I, I saw some pieces of it later, but I didn't see it happen as it, as it happened. I did get to see Kavanaugh's as it came in, most of it. And it was, what I saw from it was a guy, and, you know, I watched mo a good portion of the, the the hearing, the actual, like, Senate confirmation hearing, where mm -hmm. they're questioning him, him, questioning him on law and on what he thinks about, you know, all these cases. And he's very calculated and very... You know, judgy, justice-like as you as you would be. I hope. Mm -hmm. What what can, he came out in a in a different uh, different capacity, and I think that is I would I wanted him to do that because he shouldn't have been calculated, and he didn't he didn't allow the senators to just push him and make claims that he didn't think were right because it was involving his personal character. And I appreciated that he stood up and essentially emphatically said, no, this is now, uh, I, I don't know. I'm the not rules claiming. were changed at the no, time. Totally changed. He, he's not there to answer questions about how he's going to rule on a case. He's there defending his character. Mm -hmm. And he did it in a fashion that they didn't like because, well, how dare you talk to me as a senator that way? Well, no. How dare you allow someone to publicly destroy the reputation of a man with zero evidence. Mm -hmm. Again, this does not at all. And he, I like that he said that he wasn't discounting that something somewhere may have happened to this lady. And it probably did. That's not the issue. He just said, it wasn't me. And I don't have any problem with him standing and yelling that from the roof, rooftop if he needs to. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that at all. The Democrats hated it. Because he was so bold in his claim, and he didn't let them push him around. I think it was Blumenthal was doing something, and he said, no, stop. What you're saying has no relevance. It's not true, what you're saying. You know, my, uh, my daughter was talking to somebody that she knows who's an adult, and <clears throat> um, this lady said to her, you know, I normally don't talk politics, and this will be the last time I ever we'll talk politics but um uh you know i'm i'm a republican and you can talk to other republicans but you can't talk to a to the the liberal democrats you can't talk to them about any of this stuff they're so hateful mm -hmm. and i thought i thought that was interesting because the person that she she mentioned um is it is a very sweet person yeah not a um not a political person at all and doesn't 
doesn't like anything to do with politics, but I thought she succinctly talked about something Orwellian that has been going on for the last 15, 20 years, where the definition of hate has flipped around. And if you disagree with somebody, you're hateful. But if you destroy somebody, you're not being hateful. Say that again. If you disagree with somebody, you're being hateful. Mm -hmm. But if you destroy somebody, that's oh, not considered. If they destroy someone. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, it's good. That That's righteous. Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting that body language expert mm -hmm. was talking, and she said that when people have a belief system that they've locked into, they believe something, uh, you can't you can't get them away from that. And and so let's say the left, a lot of the people on the left are that way because they have that belief system and they know they're right and you can put all the evidence all the, in the world. Yep. True. And it's just like but that's not my belief and so that's wrong. Yep. And somebody can, when you're focusing on a, from a belief system, it's different than when you're focusing from a, um, a memory, a visual memory. And she's talking about this, this gal and some of her memories were not, they weren't coming from, I don't understand body language at all. But this thing that she said, that's not coming from her visual memory. It's coming from an ideology. Mm-hmm. It, she remembers that she wrote it down mm -hmm. in some statement. She doesn't. Oh, remember so it's not necessarily she, an emotional. She doesn't remember memory. that she lived it. You know, mm. it's in. It's interesting when you talk about memory, how how uh, deceptive your memory can be. Yeah. My daughter was talking about something that happened when she was a kid. I don't know. I don't know if it was something she said, but my wife chimed in and took credit for it. But my daughter said, no, I'm the one who said that. <laughs> and both of them were there, but their perspective totally mm -hmm. changed. And I've had, I've had, you know, memories of stuff that when I think back and I'm honest, I think I have that memory because somebody told mm -hmm. me about it and I created a memory in my, you know, in my mind so, based upon that. Yeah, there is this thought that if you question psychologists and their meetings they have sit on lay on the couch oh yes yes tell yes, me yes. All your thing and yep. so you you kind of relax and you start so how much of that is put into your head by yep. the therapist well one to get you to come back well man these memories just keep surfacing yeah i'm curious to know how much of that is that concept that they are putting this oh you felt this way oh i wonder if it was because this happened to you maybe this happened to you and then, oh, yeah, then you can tie that together. That, yeah, that oh, that must be it. You're right. That must be it. And so you build this narrative around what this expert, heck, Scott Adams is a hypnotist, and he said it's all about manipulating people sure. to to do, to do form them into what you want. Mm -hmm. It's not about, like, hypnotizing someone so you, like, get them to walk, you know, and yep. act like a puppet. It's you, you can just mold them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you can change somebody's memories, you can potentially change what they believe on mm -hmm. so many things. We had a, my wife and I had a friend who had this weird conversation with her, and it was like in the early 90s, so it was like 25 years ago. 
And she was talking about this difficult relationship she had with, I think, her dad or her brother. And she said that they raped her. And then we asked about it. They didn't actually rape her. They did something that to her felt like rape, but it wasn't rape. And I don't even think it was sexual. I think it was more physical, like they they did something. So in her mind, she equated one thing f- mm-hmm. with another. Else. And I wonder how many, how how that has moved on i wonder i wonder now mm-hmm. would she if she's at a psychologist and she's a very uh, well she was pretty unstable back then i don't know how she is now but um i wonder what that's going to come what that's going to look like and sound like if that actually comes out yeah you know uh, let's go through this just a little bit it's 13 minutes long so we'll see how it goes this is a body language video. So the, we're, the, this is watching the hearing of can the you? Ford. I, I guess we can. Uh, through the joys of technology, we're going to allow the people in the room to check it out. So uh, if you it. go, this video is actually on the YouTube channel of a thing called Red Times, published September 28, 2018. Um, uh, it's titled The Body Language of Dr. Christine Ford. And it's 13 minutes long, so if you're curious, you can go find it yourself. But we're going to listen to it and then see what we think. She's sitting up very straight. She's taking hard swallows. And she keeps scanning the room quickly. She's got her head held high. So it contradicts the scanning and the nervous look, which should tell you at that point that it's an act. Every step of the way, after Dr. Ford's identity became public... I keep seeing her do it. She keeps opening her mouth and closing it. Opening her mouth and closing it. When I see that, I'm... I instantly think something's wrong Looks mentally. Like a fish. There's something neurologically wrong with her. What it is or how bad it is, I have no idea. I can just tell you when I see that from someone, I mentally think there's something wrong with you. The uh, the lady not- talking is uh, bombardsbodylanguage.com. Normal behavior, especially since it's coming off subconsciously. My staff contacted all the presenter allegations to Congress. I never... I nevertheless honored her request for a public hearing. So So he's reading the statement out and he talks about the other people writing statements and then her best friend writing a statement, lifelong friend, says it never happened. She gives a nod and a positive and continues to go. And then he brings up the attorneys, you know, flying her, getting this, you know, so it was a formal way of doing things, someone to interview her. And she just looks over there. Not a, nothing surprising. Nothing. Oh, I didn't know that. And this is important for later because I already watched this whole hearing. Because at the very end, and we're going to skip to that. Um, did anybody ever advise you from Senator Feinstein's office or from <clears throat> Representative Eshoo's office to go get a forensic interview? No. So should we see her there, she thinks, goes through no. memory? No. Instead, you were advised to get an attorney. And she's going stiff because the rest of this time at this supposed hearing, she's got pretty pose. We'll go over pretty pose, or at least pretty pose in this later. And take a polygraph. Is that right? Many people advised me to get an attorney. There's pretty pose. Head down, wrap the eyebrows, little wave. Um, 
once I had an attorney, my attorney, and I discussed using the polygraph. And then we're twisting our chair because we're cute. And instead of submitting to an interview in California, we're having a hearing here today in five minute increments. Is that right? I, I... So she looked towards the committee for that question, which tells me that that answer, the true answer came from that, that her attorneys weren't involved in that, that the true power behind where to have this at was from one of the committee members. I agree that's what was agreed upon by the collegial group here. Okay. Thank you. I have no further questions. Okay, uh, I have something to submit for the- And that made her extremely nervous, comparatively speaking on the rest of her testimony. Because now she's gone back with her, ten, her chin tucked into her neck because she knows that's bad. Record, we received uh, three statements. Mr. Chairman, I- know it softens with other letters coming up that support her. My point is she's using emotion to manipulate her testimony. Pretty pose to this more defiant look. So we see in the beginning, we're gonna look real small, give a little bit of a little, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's real hard. Mm -hmm. And then we see that by the end of it, the real comes out when these things are brought back up again, the letters, and it's more defiance and stress. Proceed, please. Can you pull the... We're going to sway back and forth. We're going to have a smaller voice than what is normal. We're going to make ourselves small, and we're doing the little pretty... It's cuteness. It's, that's what it is. It's cuteness. I'm doing pretty pose. I'm mm. going to use emotion to make you sympathize with me. I'm not coming off as a big scary bear or a Medusa. I'm a soft little church mouse telling you about the evil kitty outside. I was pushed from behind into a bedroom. It was hard for me to breathe. While well, I'm listening to this, and she's putting her neck down into her chest so that she sounds like this, and it comes out real croaky. This is a prepared speech that later she tells you she wrote herself. No one helped her. So she's gone over this, reread it, practiced, and has really figured out how to sound kind of croaky so that it sounds like there's mucus there. And that's practice because if there was any mucus there for as long as she's going on and for as traumatic as she says this is, You'd be clearing you should not only one hear it, but she should be lifting her head up to fight it from coming out. And we do not see that. We see a position that she's forcing her voice to sound as if she does with no evidence of it. This is a manipulation tactic. And I thought that Brett was accidentally going. After that May 2012 therapy session, I did my best to ignore the memories. If that's true, and it's hard to tell from this, but she's just acting and she's reading what she's practiced because the allegations themselves don't hold water because she gives herself away later and throughout. Psychologically, it would be very interesting to see what kind of person this individual is on a normal basis and not just this. She is a psychotherapist and apparently does psych research. I find it very alarming that when it comes to this kind of thing, she claims that she doesn't know about victims and memories and the best way to get information from them, nor does she know about polygraphs and the psychology behind that. That is her profession. Well, we are not going to watch this whole thing because this is like nails on a chalkboard. There's <laughs> only so much of BS I want to watch. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, now she just got over her traumatic reading where she was talking and it was coming out really croak-like and she's got a lot of mucus and she's so upset. So after you get through that, if you've got that much mucus in you, where is the tissue? It's just more evidence that that whole, <gasps> it was so traumatizing and I needed 
was a bunch of hooey. Uh, you have my five minutes to ask questions. <laughs> and now she's smiling, kind of there. I already know it. You guys don't like this woman because she didn't go in pit bull. Come on, she's a prosecutor. We're not going to watch this whole thing. But I'm going to point out some things that she was doing. And then we're going to go directly to the end where that little bit of pit bull came out. Because if you're ever going to get anyone out of someone that you believe is lying, well, you first have to make them relax. And this lady did a very she good was job good. at that. She let her hang herself, gave her all the rope she needed. <laughs> and that was what her job was. Give her all the rope she needed. Good morning, Dr. Ford. Hi. I, we haven't met. My name is Rachel Mitchell. Nice to meet you. I just wanted to tell Now she's gated, and I'm talking about the prosecutor. She's anchored herself down. She's given a reassuring smile. She's done this before, obviously. That's why they picked her. I'll tell you, the, the first thing that struck me from your statement this morning was that you were terrified. And I just wanted to let you know, I'm very sorry. And she did a jerk on that one. It's like you're terrified, and then she jerked back, and then her head like wobbled. It is an unnatural thing for her to do or say. That sympathy to someone that you're not believing. But alas, she's very good at her job. And even though you guys don't like her because she didn't bark at them with her teeth bared, sometimes there is such a thing as licking someone to death. <laughs> That's not right. And we saw the, the stress smile. Um, I know this is stressful. And so I would like to set forth some guidelines that maybe we'll... Okay. I can read fast. And there comes Pretty Pose again. I'll take a minute to read it and swing back and forth, wiggle in the chair, because we're being cute. It's Pretty Pose. I see. And do you have that second front door? Yes. It's I don't know if she's and capable of Pretty Pose. She finds that. We're talking about claustrophobia and a second front door. Pretty Pose. You see this a lot from her throughout this thing. Oh, we're not going over every detail. Nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> the attack itself. Uh, are just basic memory functions. Um. A little bit of the pretty pose. The cuteness. What is cuteness? What is the pretty pose? For her, is to distract what's coming out of the mouth. I'm cute and I'm pretty, therefore believe what is coming out of me. It's a manipulation technique. It's almost like hypnotizing. You're using your attractiveness and your smallness it's like a little kid. Adults biologically want to protect and believe little kids when they're saying something very heinous. So if you act like a little kid and give those cute little pretty poses, you're more or less going to be able to bypass someone's normal radar of bull and have your story believed. That's just how it works. It sucks that way, but yeah, that's how it works. Was there any other um, music or television or anything like that? Because that... I was watching her eyeballs. Because so far I haven't seen anything go to any kind of visual memory. She uses a lot of emotion and that's about it. Which in and of itself is not good. I expect if you have a memory, even if it's just a little one, there's got to be visual memory. And there's nothing. So she starts at one side of her eye. And then she goes over to construction that lightly touches visual memory. And you get it in that area of the brain, it means you're pulling visual memories of things you know, not actually of the scene that you're being asked to paint. If I ask you to tell me what your bedroom looks like, and you have a construction area when you're telling me about it, and it's your bedroom, I would be very suspicious that you're describing actually your bedroom. One thing in any trauma victim, regardless of anything, you're going to remember the scene of the crime. You may not remember anything else. You may not remember how you got there. You may not remember how many perpetrators were in the room. 
except for the ones that are physically doing something to you. But you're going to remember that room. You're going to remember the covers. You're going to remember the blankets. You're going to remember color. That would be normal. To remember nothing but the bed was over here, that's telling. And she's claiming she only had one beer. Of course, the others are claiming there was no such party. So then would it be fair to say at least PJ, Brett Kavanaugh, <clears throat> Mark Judge, Leland Ingram. At and she did it again. She's asked specifically on people. And she goes to an area of your brain that has nothing to do with the memories. It was actually like the doing part. Like, oh yeah, what did I write down? That's who, that's who it is. The time and yourself were present and possibly others. And one, one other boy. So there were four. There were so that, in itself, that really bothers me. You're supposedly giving out information of the people there. And you don't have any visual memory of them. You have the doing part come out of your brain. And the only thing I can ascribe that to is where she wrote them down in her little testimony paper, whatever she wrote it down in. <sighs> but don't pay attention to that. She's got pretty pose. She's cute. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Four boys. I just don't know the name of the other boy. So. Have you been contacted by anybody saying, hey, I was at the party too? No, I haven't okay. talked with anyone from that party. Okay. She had a... She had just an access brain moment. It was too close to doing to be at anything else. That kind of makes me think that they're looking, actively looking for others to cooperate. And if you can't find anybody to cooperate, it, it doesn't help. The three of you were inside that room, is that correct? The Senate and the President. Did you contact either the Senate or the President on or before July 6th? No, I did not. I did not know how to do that. Okay. There's pretty pose again. Yeah. And then she looks away. I, I did it. That's called BS. Yeah. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. I'm not very smart, tells but me I'm cute. That that's not true. And if it is true, she didn't even bother finding out. Ooh, well, that's that a was sample good. of some uh, body language analyses, analysis of uh, Dr. I Kristen thought there was a, an interesting response. Did anybody from that party question or call you and say, yeah, I was there? And she said, no, I never talked to anybody from that party. Right. That, that wasn't yeah. the answer. Yeah, it was, but, wasn't the question. Right. Yeah, it was, has anyone ever contacted you? No, we haven't talked to anyone. And, and <laughs> what? she said, well, it sounds like they're looking for somebody. Mm -hmm. And she knows it, but you can't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, there was a bunch of that 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 was one thing that I came when I watched her talk for a while and the way she came across to me mm -hmm. is that this woman is too stupid to be a psychologist which would make sense with a with a pretty pose thing either you know she's I mean? too stupid or that's an act yeah exactly yeah which she's obviously not stupid, otherwise she couldn't have gotten a Ph.D. But well, well, I heard somebody say it doesn't. Being a doctor doesn't mean anything because that gal, um, Ocasio Cortez, she has a degree in economics, but you would that never means know it nothing. By, by what she says. Well, but but my point is, you you have to write stuff. Yeah. And and she she's been a practicing psychologist for quite a while so she seems way too stupid to be a doctor yeah yeah 
Yeah. I agree. Um, I saw a little bit where she was asking her about uh, her uh, flying. Yes, her fear of flight. Her fear of flying. And then she kept on pushing, and it sounded like she flew quite often. Well, one of her things to do, her favorite places to go, was to vacation in what, the Caymans, or not the, maybe not the Caymans, but some you have to fly to get there location. Uh-huh. But well, it's she different. she did some research but in Hawaii. But it's different when you're not going there to be interrogated. It's if your different. wife told you, we need to put two front doors in our house because I have these issues from when I was 15, what would you think about your wife? Uh, um, uh, I think it would you think, oh, good idea. Let's have two no, front yeah. doors. No, I, I, I wouldn't. But... How many has she been married to the same guy for a long period of time? I don't really know. Um, the guy would have known this. I mean, you would know that that this lady has issues. Yeah. Yeah, I. uh, Um, we were talking earlier about how people are committed to what they believe regardless mm-hmm. and uh you know that lady who cornered flake flake mm-hmm. she evidently was sexually assaulted maybe well th- that's what she said mm-hmm. which i think it would make sense if you would go out and you would get that rowdy and potentially get arrested you give her the benefit of the mm-hmm. doubt i would think that if you had been sexually assaulted you would put yourself in her shoes and so you would identify with her not with kavanaugh it wouldn't be about truth it right. wouldn't be yeah. about what's yeah. right what's wrong it would be well if i was up there mm-hmm. so there's no reasoning with mm-hmm. her. You can't talk to her mm-hmm. about due process. You can't talk to her about anything. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. But Carry I th- on. I think that's so many people have been raised to put themselves in other... I mean, the whole transgender thing. Mm-hmm. What, what is that all about? Why would people allow that? Because, well, what if I was transgen- yeah. transgender? Uh, if I was transgender, it'd be horrible. If I was gay, it would be horrible. If I was this, it would be horrible. So you're going to have a huge population of people that you cannot reason with who are going to put themselves in her position regardless. And there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do. question is going to be, is that going to be a majority of the people? Or how many people are going to be Well, I heard way? someone talking on, I think, NPR, Minnesota Public Radio yesterday or Friday, whenever it was. Today, Sunday, though, uh, September 30, the last day of September, uh, here on the David Allen Show. Uh, two days ago, 28th, I guess, mm-hmm. I heard, was driving back from the, the Minneapolis area, and <coughs> there was, I was, had something on to pass the time. And they were asking the question, um, is this just going to, alienate the Republicans from even more women. And they they were pretty pretty confident that that this is going to uh, this is going to drive more women to vote democrat, which that is their goal. That's what they want. But and do so, you think but, but for the media to then say that they're complicit in the whole thing because they're not reporting. 
I don't know if that's the case. Just because I think most women are Democrat, because most women lead with feelings rather than thinking. Mm. Just because so so they lean emotional. they lean that way more. Gotcha. Yeah, right. I mean that would make sense. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is a thoughtful, somebody that actually thought about stuff, mm-hmm. I don't you know I, I I don't know, but I can see. I'm sure a lot of a lot of women have had people hit on them or in high school guys I I remember in 8th grade there was a guy who you know you know you remember what the hormone what it was like being in junior high I don't insane well, yeah, maybe not you. <clears throat> well, I, I I didn't go to public school, so. Oh, that's right. Okay. So I don't. But he would walk in around. In that setting. <laughs> he never had trouble with his sister. <laughs> okay, which is good. Yep. Um, But this guy would walk around, and he would pinch women behind all, all the time. In school. In school. um, And they would always, you know, jump and then turn around and punch him or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, So... A lot of those women took care of it right then and there, but I'm sure there was a bunch that didn't, didn't feel like, yeah, and so would feel a certain way, mm-hmm. would feel maybe diminished and whatnot. If that happens enough times, you're going to have an opinion about men potentially. You know, I could see how women could absolutely lean where their default would be to be sympathetic to her. Yeah. Which, I mean, even Kavanaugh said, he's not saying nothing that what she's saying is a lie and that it, the experience never happened. Mm-hmm. He's just saying it wasn't him doing it. Mm-hmm. Which, I and vehemently saying that. Mm-hmm. Which I, I would assume if it were me being accused of something that I didn't do, I'd be as adamant. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So speaking of body language, one of the things that could possibly come out of this Ooh. new FBI situation that Jeff Flake pushed on the committee that I will vote out of committee only if we can have one more FBI investigation. I think we can do that. Senator Feinstein, I think it was John Cornyn was up there and he was kind of Blunt. I thought it was great talking about who leaked this. If the, and it's the lady, Dr. Ford, Blase Ford, she said that Ballsy Feinstein. <laughs> what is the, a shoe? Right, a shoe. A shoe. Yeah. A, a shoe. A shoe-ed. She had the letter. Those two people who and the lawyers had the letter. That she sent that's a cl- that alleged the this is the alleger that alleged this, and so Cornyn asked well, who did it. So here is a body language from Body Language Ghost. This actually posted today. So is this the same lady? Uh, this no different channel. Body oh, Language okay. Ghost on YouTube. This is Body Language. Diane Feinstein reports of leaking. Let's Mr. just listen. Chairman, um, let me be clear. I did not hide Dr. Ford's allegations. Now, is that a performative? I did not leak her story. I she- believe it is a performative. And this does look like it's the same lady because there's the same uh, little icon in the corner of the video. Okay. So it's possible we'll have the same um, uh, e- what is it? E-R- e- ESRM voice. ESRM voice. 
She asked me to hold it confidential. Okay, Feinstein has said two statements, and neither one of them match. The other part of this, she's written it down. I don't know if she wrote it down during this hearing. It wouldn't surprise me, but it's suspicious to write it down. Now, what did she say? I did not hide it, and I did not leak it. So if you didn't hide it, it means others knew, which kind of contradicts I did not leak it. Mm. It's a very ambiguous statement, especially since she went so far as to actually write it down. So she stayed on point, just like lawyers speak. And I kept it confidential as she asked. She apparently was stalked by the press, felt that uh, what happened, she was forced to come forward, and her greatest fear were realized, was realized. She's been harassed, she's had death threats, and she's had to flee her home. In, a, in addition, the investigation that the Republican majority is heralding is really nothing that I know about other than a partisan practice. Normally, all the witnesses would be interviewed. However, that's not happened. While the majority has reached out to several people, they did not notify me or my staff that they were doing this. And so to argue that we would not participate but not tell us what they were up to is somewhat disingenuous. I was given some information. It's disingenuous or it's not. Can it be somewhat disingenuous? I, like I, you're somewhat untrue. I think ingenuous means true, honest. So disingenuous is false, not, not true. Yeah. Can you be somewhat not true? I don't know. Well, I know for a long time that people would use sort of when they would refer to mm, something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of. So maybe mm-hmm. it's just like that. It's just extra. Can you I was, be sort of pregnant? I was sort of speeding. Yeah. By a woman who was very much afraid who asked that it be held confidential, and I held it confidential until she... Now, the part there that makes me suspicious is she keeps going down in her eye contact. She's not even actually looking up towards anyone of any status, at least in her mind. How could she? She's a liar. There's quite a few ways, especially since we're dealing with lawyers, and they're getting smarter, that you can approach this. I did not leak. I mean, she did not give anyone Mm -hmm. that letter. Because that part, as she says it, seems to be true. Her body sings with her. Everything's peaches and cream. And alas, you've followed your little law. But you know, whispered bullet points, whispered names, that's not leaking, at least in their mind. Decided that she would come forward. Mr. Chairman, would, would the ranking member... Um... Answer a question, please. Ah, I good. I, I like I, this, of course. I have great respect for Senator Feinstein. We've worked Why? together on many topics. He has I to. believe oh. what you just said. Can you tell us that you... No, this is interesting. He's playing the game. Okay. He's going along with what they're supposed to say. Okay. I believe... You're a woman. I believe what you just said. Even though it's quite possibly a lie. I believe you. This is political bullcrap is what it is. Okay. And I believe what you just said. Can you tell us that your staff did not leak it? Oh, I don't believe my staff would leak it. I have not asked that question directly. I don't believe they would leak it. They're, hello? Then she is the ranking member, a minority leader of this committee. She is the second in charge, the first in charge of the Democrats on the Judiciary Committee. 
kind of a nobody committee. The seat that she holds is worth a million dollars. My kid wouldn't have stolen that candy bar. I don't believe he would have done that. Yeah. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. I did not. Oh, I don't believe my staff would leak it. I have not asked that question directly, but do I do. Why? <laughs> Why would you not ask the question? Because they know what she wants. Yeah, exactly. Because, because then if she asks them, oh, they will tell then her. then they'll have to know. And then she'll have to lie more. My staff would leak it. I have not asked that question directly, but do you, I do, do not believe do you know that? would. I mean, how? That was interesting. Now, I'm not looking at Feinstein. I'm looking at the woman behind her. And there's two of them. Ooh. And I wish I could see the reaction of the bald one. But confronted on if your staff leaked it. See how her head goes back? Almost like a defiance. Yeah. And then mm. she watches Feinstein to see her reaction. Are you going to stand up for us? It makes me suspicious that the staff was the ones that were leaking it. Whether they actually leaked the document or, like I said before, used those bullet points. Because the woman that we see in this frame is not the one who says, you asked me before. It's another lady that says, no, we didn't leak it. Directly, but do you, I do, do not believe you know that? Would. I mean, how in the world could that get in the hands of the, of the press? The answer is the no. We also see that her lips are getting tighter, and we're talking about the long-haired woman in the back. So she says no. The long-haired woman in the back now starts completely looking at the other senator. I don't have to focus too much on Diane. The staff have you, have you asked your, Have you asked your staff? Or other I staff members on the Judiciary Committee. And, of course, you see her back there shaking with her head in the positive. I just did. So, yes, it does make me suspicious on the staff. And as if you know anything about if you're in a criminal organization and you're trying to keep your hands as clean as possible, your minions do your dirty work. And your minions, if they're smart, will do the dirty work in a way that gives them plausible deniability. Mm -hmm. Pardon me? Well, Jennifer reminds me, I've asked her before. The long hair. Because Diane Feinstein apparently is, by her own admission, too old to be in the Senate. I forgot. She's telling me that she at, that I asked her before. Hello, get out. Get out. In 19, 85. Born June 22, 1933, Diane Feinstein. She's, <laughs> her and Chuck Grassley are the same age. And you've seen Truck, Truck, Chuck. Elmer he's, Fudd. He's like a... Uh, Elmer Fudd. Never mind. Haired lady is becoming very uncomfortable. It's So it, it is suspicious as far as the staff goes. Now that is crazy. I didn't... The fact that she's watching the girl behind mm-hmm. is very telling because you're right. She's acting not good. Pardon me? Well, Jennifer reminds me, I've asked her before. The long-haired lady is becoming very uncomfortable. It's so it, it is suspicious as far as the staff goes. And I do believe Feinstein knows because she keeps looking down and she's becoming more jerky and more nervous as this questioning continues. Are you sure your staff didn't do it? Hmm. Watch. Well, Jennifer reminds And then the stuttering. Reminds me, I've asked her before about And she didn't look at him while she said it. About it. Well, some and that's true. And she's getting smaller. The whole pretty pose is starting to come out. <laughs> well, somebody leaked it if it wasn't. Yeah, nervous. She, she did, and she... then she smiled totally different. She didn't smile at all like that until that moment after yep. she said this, this, and it's true as she looks over at him. I would assume at this point with that much going on, she knows it was leaked. She knows who did it. 
and it's plausible deniability. Nobody technically leaked it. And just for a contrast for her body language, talking about Feinstein, this woman can be extremely domineering. The oh, act man. that she puts on while she's on the committee is a farce. Whenever you see someone with a pretty pose, understand that there is a contrast to that personality they're presenting to you. And it looks something like this. I'm going to block your way with my arm. I'm going to look down on you, even though you are taller than me, which because the woman in the flower, Murdoski, is a weak-minded individual, she's actually starting to slouch down so that she can be in the downward eye position of Feinstein. She's closing her eyes because she does not want to look at the domineering personality in front of her. If you liked it, leave a like. If you yeah. like the content. Hello. Wow, that was great. The, But again, this isn't going to change anybody's mind. Well, no. Because you have to care to even look at it. Well, there's only or you have to care about truth. Maybe mm -hmm. two or three people that it really matters. <clears throat> A couple of senators. Yeah. Well, if they lose in November, the Democrats, if, if they don't win the House, the Senate. Yeah. This, I mean, this could potentially be the end of them because this is like their last ditch effort. This is the thing. This is their moment. And if they lose this moment, I don't know if they can recover. Who? The Democrats. Oh, yeah. Now, if they win, we're doomed. Well, I think... If, because they're if, evil. If they win, that means that there are so many people that saw this and... And believed it. And and didn't have any issue mm. or not enough issue to change their vote. And if more people vote Democrat rather than Republican after this, yeah, that's that's a bad sign for yeah. Repu you know, conservative Republicans. But oh, you ask man. Kamala Harris, the senator who took Barbara Boxer's position in California, she says, well, America is watching this. America is watching. Now, I have seen more people that I didn't think gave a rip commenting about this specific situation. So, it's clearly... In what capacity? Uh, well, or like, against? Um, it's a lot of it against, but the idea is they're commenting on the process and how gross it is. Uh -huh. These are people that I didn't think even gave a rip about this. Mm -hmm. So, it's it's appealing somehow to someone. And so there is probably more of a um, more attractiveness to this debacle. And it could be because it's like a, a dumpster fire. Is that what you said the other day, peanut gallery? It's like we're watching something burn. So. But that, I mean, don't you think that when you watch this, you put yourself in somebody's shoes? Oh, totally. Of one of the two. Mm -hmm. yeah. and that And it depends upon who you are. Whether you're going to put yourself in her shoes or his shoes, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't you think? Well, I, I don't know how you can ha be objective on the other side. Now, and, and this is where I struggle, too, because I don't know how to be... Like, I haven't quite figured out how to articulate the the problem with the situation. Because, and this is the downfall of our society right now. If you go in there and you start talking, well, let's talk fact, 
all they will do is yell at you, well, you hate women. You want all, just like the, the, the lady that yelled at Flake. Mm-hmm. You, if you do this, you are saying that my story's not true and I need to sit down and shut up. If you do this, you're telling every woman in the country that they need to sit down and shut up because it's not true and they don't matter. When you have that radical view, then I, I don't, there's no conversation to be had. You can't you can't talk about it. Yeah, you're not no, allowed to. No, Free speech true. does not exist in this in this specific scenario right now. Um, it does in this room. Well, this room it does. Well, right now, yeah, right now it does. Right in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, there's a there's a distraction that's going on. Oh, man. And the point is, if I say you did something, that's not good enough in America. I have to prove it because the presumption of innocence is on the accused. Yep. It can't be any other way. It has to be because you can't prove a negative. If I say you did something 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. chances are good you won't be able to recall what you did on that date 20 years ago and if you can't even recall where what you did uh how can you prove you didn't and if it's like well if you can't prove you didn't then that means you did and so off we frog march you to jail yeah if you can't prove that you didn't all all you can just change a scenario and there would be uh you know thousands of different potential scenarios that would could have resulted in whatever that incident, the crime, or whatever. Um, so you'd have to disprove that you did it on every single one of yeah. that you didn't do it. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I it it's what it's. I mean, this is. Um, I was listening to Glenn Beck. He was uh, he was being interviewed by Ben Shapiro, and he wrote a book, and he was talking about uh, postmodernism, and addicted it, to outrage. Is yeah, that the addicted name of the book? to outrage. Yeah. And he said, in his opinion, the whole point of uh, the progressive liberals is deconstructing, destroying, just destroying, just a destruction. Mm -hmm. And then out of the ashes, supposedly something better will come. But so it doesn't matter what it is, they're going to tear it down. Um, And just just imagine, uh, we've all... We've all known people that um, that were like sociopaths or psychopaths or just maybe a better one, that emotional black hole person that if you're around them, they just take and take and take and suck, up, suck energy and suck focus and everything. And you're... There, you can't satiate that. It's not like like if you're hungry, you can eat enough and not be hungry. But but this type, there is no end game there, other than a complete destruction of society. Mm-hmm. There's no goal pole, a goal post. How do you know when you've when you've gone far enough? Mm-hmm. You can't. <clears throat> so there's, yeah, I. I 
people that are like this, it has to come out of something that happened in their past, and it's just about destroying. They they don't like the way things are right now for whatever reason, and they just want to tear it down. Basically anarchists, you know. I knew a woman, and she went to a therapist, <clears throat> and she got a memory uncovered. She had a Aww. repressed memory, and she remembered with the help of this therapist that she had been molested when she was little and um i i didn't know this this woman very well but it seemed like i think you're just crazy i don't mm-hmm. think you got a memory uncovered i think you're crazy mm-hmm. and there w- there was a time when repressed memories was a was a big thing yeah and i and then there are those that say no that's pretty much been debunked and i don't i guess i don't care enough to know one way or other about that but it was uh you know this this memory came up and there is in a in a certain climate it would be well that's true you have to believe that because that's a woman because it's a woman. Yeah, and and whoever she remembered <coughs> something happened to her from mm-hmm. um well they they crash and burn. Well, and in our environment, if you're if you say you're a transsexual, you have to believe them. Mhm. You Just hate them if you don't. Yeah. It's hatred. My daughter was telling me um uh, up in Canada, a guy documented his "quote unquote" changing from a male to a female. Hold on a second. Are we? Have we beat this horse to death with Kavanaugh for the show? I think so. Oh well, I do. Then why'd you ask? I think we've been beating because we got to get out of it for a while. So this your report from the David Allen show <laughs> on Brett. Swing and a miss, Kavanaugh. I just wanted to kind of put put an end, put an end cap on this. Well, I I think this is just indicative of where we are as a culture. Not it's now interwoven in everything. In everything. Yeah. Uh, my daughter was telling me about this guy who was yeah. documenting up in Canada. He went to a doctor, said he was a woman trapped in a man's body. The doctor signed off on it. He went to the courthouse or whatever change from a man to a woman so that he could save $91 a month on his car insurance. No. Yeah. By switching to Geico? <laughs> I mean, only if he would have done that it would have only taken 15 minutes. Or is it Geico? Yeah. Hey. But um anyways, he didn't have to have an operation. He didn't have to change anything. But he was now legally a woman. And because he was legally a woman, Women are less aggressive as drivers and whatnot. Well, shoot, why don't we all do that then? <laughs> and that's the ins- because he he said he believed that. We have to accept that as, and we can't say you're crazy. We can't say that there's something wrong with you anymore. But but if we did that, could, would that skew the numbers that prove in air quotes that women get paid less than men? 
Ooh, maybe maybe we could, huh? With that pad, with that pad, the numbers. That would be funny. This that, is just another page of the same book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because because then you could you could have two women get married legally. Two legal women get married and mm-hmm. have children with no legal men involved. Yeah. Ooh. Two women, two women legal women, legal procreate yeah. and it. have hey, children. That's it. Yep. You've proved it. I proved Man. it. Man, this is the David Allen Show, everybody. DavidAllenShow.com. Here on the... the <laughs> uh, you start the fire for... All right. Uh, underneath... All of this debacle, shall we say, charade, sham, whatever you want to call it, circus of the Senate. <coughs> Trump signs a spending bill plan avoiding a government shutdown. This is from two days ago. This is the AP. President Donald Trump signed <laughs> an $854 billion spending bill on Friday to keep the federal government open through... December 7. <laughs> Averting a government shutdown in what? the weeks what? leading up to November's So that's two, two months? Two months for $854 bill, B, B, billion. Dollars. Wow. Trump signed the legislation to fund the military and several civilian agencies without journalists present at the fate of his Supreme Court nominee, or as the fate of his Supreme Court nominee, Brett the Swing and a Miss Swing and a Miss! Continue to hang in the balance. The House and Senate approved the spending plan earlier this week. Boy, no one talked about this. I never heard about it. I sure didn't. Trump said in a statement the legislation would, quote, rebuild our military, protect our communities, and deliver a better future for all Americans. How many times do we have to rebuild the military? Yeah, exactly. Every month. But the passage, it goes on, which avoids a shutdown before the elections that will determine control of Congress, also comes without significant new funding for Trump's long-promised and long-stalled wall. Trump has expressed deep frustration for months over the Republican lawmaker's failure to deliver on the centerpiece of his 2016 campaign, and had, and had been threatening a government shutdown to try to force their hand. Quote, I want to know, where is the money for border security and the wall in this ridiculous spending bill? And where will it come from after the midterms? Trump tweeted last week, saying Republicans must finally get tough against Democrats, who, he said, are obstructing law enforcement and border security. GOP law leaders had warned Trump a shutdown could be deeply damaging to Republicans in the midterms terms, and said they preferred to resolve the issue after the November 6 elections. But Trump had questioned that logic, arguing a shutdown could, in fact, be beneficial politically. Trump, in his statement, applauded the $1.6 billion the bill includes for wall funding, short of the $5 billion he was seeking— but also blamed Democrats for failing to agree to more. Unfortunately, he said, the radical Democrats refuse to support border security and want drugs and crime to pour into our country. Yeah, I think, yeah, those kind of statements he probably should. Even though, in one sense... They're doing the same thing. I mean, yeah. (laughs) People will die. If if, if Kavanaugh gets on the Supreme Court, I will die. Yep. 
In an interview with Hill.TV, he said his recent visit to the 9-11 memorial in Pennsylvania to commemorate Flight 93 had renewed his resolve to build the wall and alluded to potential immigration action he said he planned to take in the coming week. The spending plan includes... Uh, $675 billion, with a B, dollars for the Defense Department, with money for the new F-35 Lightning Fighters, Apache and Black Hawk helicopters, and Navy battleships, and increases military pay by 2.6%, the largest pay raise in nine years. It also increases spending for health and human services, education, labor, and other agencies, including a 5% boost for the National Institutes of Health. So that all happened under this <laughs> behind closed doors as the country watched the spectacle that is the Senate Judiciary Committee. Now the problem with those dollar amounts is they don't mean anything. $854 billion. Are you kidding? That doesn't mean anything. That's like saying, uh, you, you know, the, the closest star is three light years away. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's not that far. Right, it doesn't matter. It's so big, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's so big, nobody, you can't. You can't be outraged, because you can't. There's no reference for it. Yeah. So, uh, I, I really should quit this, but someone on Facebag <laughs> posted this 18 hours ago. Okay. Oh, about this? About, about the budget? The, no, about the Senate hearing. Oh, okay. And it, it, it's an old, old doctor friend of mine who is, a, he, anyway, he's, he's a Christian. In the Senate hearing has been disturbing, so I thought I'd see if the Bible had related guidelines on assault, accusations, and sex crimes. And so he quotes Deuteronomy 19 through 22. He didn't quote it, he referenced it. Had some interesting guidelines from the Mosaic Law. One, quote, a single witness shall not rise up against a man on account of any sin he has committed. On the evidence of two or three witnesses, a matter shall be confirmed. To me, I think this means that this 36-year-old accusation with no corroborate, corroborating witnesses should not have come to public trial. Two, if a witness rises up, then both who have the dispute shall stand before the Lord, the priests and the judges, who shall investigate thoroughly. If I'm, Three, if a man forces her into a field and lies with her, There is no sin in the girl, for when he found her in the field, the girl cried out, but there was no one to save her. When there is an assault, the victim must scream, fight, and report. Number four. However, if the investigation finds the man guilty, suggest he can offer restitution to the family, marry her for life, or be put to death. (laughs) I wonder if he's like, no, I'll take the death. (laughs) Huh. So this coming from Facebook. Well... Now, I'm going to say something that to, I hope you don't it'd be a little. Anyways, <laughs> uh, who, who's he talking to? Yes. Okay. P- people <laughs> that happen to be friends. Okay. But which, however. Okay, but it, th- it, there are there are views on both sides of this. But, oh wait, who who who? You oh, mean in the Bible? No, or no, the, no. This poster. The, yeah, oh. the, the poster. But people. Yeah. Whoever, okay. Whoever happens to read it. Well, like if somebody came up to you or sent something in Facebook and he said, "Okay, you know, I'm going to give you some passages out of the Quran to maybe give a little better better perspective on what's going on here." 
the crayon. It's four light years. Oh, yeah. In miles. All right. That doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That 23 trillion. Yeah. <clears throat> 23 quadrillion. Quadrillion. 462 trillion, 784 million miles in four light years. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. That's, that's pretty far away. That's a walk in the park. Yeah. And if if a spacecraft right now can go 15,000 miles per hour, divide that by 15,000 miles per hour, and that'll tell you the number of hours it would take to get there. <clears throat> um, <laughs> to what end? At some point when you keep going, you're going to bump into the globe that's around the Earth anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can get there in one and a half trillion years. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyways, so that guy, uh, that doctor friend of yours brought out what the Bible has to say. Mm-hmm. To me, if if you throw it out to Facebook, just like you're trying to persuade somebody, mm-hmm. that would be like somebody throwing out something that the Quran says about this situation to me. Oh, right, yeah. It means nothing because I don't accept the Quran as a... And so anybody, you know, if you're a progressive liberal, you're not going to accept the Bible as, right. as the written word of God. So you could you could say there's a fairy tale that says this about sexual assault, and they will take it the same way. Yeah. <clears throat> but you can fall in love with a beast. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else on the opposite end of the spectrum posted, these women have everything to lose by telling the truth, and they're doing it anyway. Everything? Hashtag, hashtag stop Kavanaugh. Their hashtag life? Hashtag believe survivors. Their children? Hashtag believe survivors. Oh, they do. Or maybe their second op- front door. Or maybe their country club membership. Why? I don't know. Yeah. That but was the other thing that made made this Ford lady really seem They're going to make touch. so much money. She's going to make, okay, yeah, she's going to get beat up. But she she's, the people that surround her, invariably are going to be uh, people that support her. Mm-hmm. So how in the world is that, how courageous, yeah. No, it's heroic. Okay, David, heroic. heroic. Sorry. When do you think the movie will come out? Oh. Uh, how long what, what, has the Clarence Thomas movie come out yet? Oh yeah, there's a how, how how long ago? How long did it take? I saw I never watched it. I saw on Netflix or somewhere. If if Kavanaugh Anita Hill Truth to Power. Mm. If if documentary. If oh, Kavanaugh yeah. gets on the Supreme Court, they'll make a movie if he oh, does. Oh, they're, they're filming they it now. You know they are. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, there are, there are writers right mm-hmm. now that are Mm-hmm. Chapters deep into yeah. this, yeah. and and is the is Doctor Ford going to make money? Yes or no? And is Kavanaugh going to make money? Yes or no? Um, Kavanaugh will write a book for sure. Have you read uh, uh, Bork's book? Bajork, no. Um, Have you? Not Bajork, oh. but Bork. And, <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. Like he's going to get borked, like you know, which was. A really good uh, slouching towards uh, Gamora. Mm. That was an outstanding book, um, but uh, but you can't. I mean, he's still going to be if he doesn't become a Supreme Court justice, he's still going to be an appellate judge. Yeah, he's still sitting really? on the second most popular court or most powerful court in the land, the yeah. DC district. Will he ever coach a girls' basketball team? Oh man. Um, Again. Does he currently? Yeah. He does now. Yeah, his yeah. kids, I think. Um, Regardless, will he ever coach a girls' basketball team again? I would think so. <clears throat> he says no. 
You mean just because? Like out of yeah. principle now? Because he can't? Well, he won't be able right, to? Right, because people think he's a... That's true, yeah. That, that part of him. a 15-year-old. Yeah. Mm. doesn't matter that he was 17 and he didn't actually... It was a swing and a miss. He struck out. Yeah. Yeah. This is assuming that it's all true. Yeah. Hmm. That is kind of aber- aberrant behavior to try to force a woman into something at K- any kind, age. Kind of? Yeah. It's, it's a little it's bit. Aberrant. It's a little bit. And the do you do you get over that? You know, if if he if if it's all true and he's this predator, sexual predator, he's going to be a Look at Bill Clinton. How long has he been sexually you know, okay. You Bill, don't you don't get over it. There's going to be more skeletons. Bill Burr, the comedian, makes a point about people criticizing like Tiger Woods and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he, it's funny, it's tongue in cheek. Um, but if some fat slob comes off the golf course and goes to his car, there's not going to be 20 beautiful women who want to sleep with him standing by his car. But if Tiger Wolf, uh, Tiger Wood comes off the course, there's going to be women who want to sleep with him because he has money and he has power. So I would say that the average man can't answer that question until they have the opportunity. You can't say definitively that you would not do that if you've never been tempted to that level. Now, I think as a Christian, you could, you would want to prepare yourself and prepare your heart, but to think that you're not capable of doing that would be leading yourself down the wrong path. I would think that if you don't think that you're capable of doing something like that, then you don't understand your own wickedness. Have you heard Woody Allen's take on that? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Well, you know what he looks like. Yeah. He said the difference is in having fame and fortune is you get rejected by a higher class of woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. But that also presupposes that you don't get rejected by a higher class of woman as well. But you look at at Mick Jagger or uh, Keith Richards, one of the ugliest people on the earth barring... I mean, He's if you go to a burn pretty. unit, <laughs> but, and I don't mean to say that, it's just, you know. This is before makeup. Yeah, yeah, this is, I mean, just a, oh, yeah. And yet, he has a beautiful wife. What, Ron Woods? Oh, my goodness. Um, Mick Jagger? Holy cow. Disgusting. And yet, there are women that will sleep with them at the drop of a hat. Voluntarily. Voluntarily. All of this, really, is just more Trump hate. I mean, if, if you really dig down all this opposition by the Democrats, all this craziness has come out of Donald Trump being elected president. When he got elected president, hate was allowed to flow from the dem- from the left. 
it was encouraged to flow. If if there was a different Republican president, do you think they wouldn't have hated him as much? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, so like like for instance, Rand Paul. Mm-hmm. If he would have been elected as president, well, they wouldn't have had tapes of him. Ta- you know the. Access Hollywood tapes. It wouldn't have had that kind of thing that just fueled this, this other piece. But no, yeah, he's not a real yeah. doctor either, so that's okay. He's he's a, a, a ophthalmologist, right. which it's, is a medical it's doctor. Not a real doctor. It's only I say that because uh, there's a guy, is it a guy or a lady? I think um, is she running in Arizona for McCain's seat? And mm. I think, and she's a doctor, and claims to say, to be. You'll be the only doctor elected to the Senate. <laughs> oh man, maybe Wait a minute. <laughs> maybe her staff should have researched that by going on Wikipedia for right. thirty seconds. Christine Balsey Ford is a doctor, a she's medical not doctor in the Senate. No, but she's a doctor. She That's fine. she has a doctorate, but she's not a doctor. Psycho. It's a, well, then why do they call her Doctor Ford? Uh, because she has a doctor of philosophy. Well, there you go. A little throwback here. <laughs> In my world. By the number, or the numbers, Mr. President. This is the David Allen Show, davidallenshow.com. It's September 30, 2018. Tomorrow, October. Tomorrow's October. Fall has happened. It's cold yeah. outside. Awesome. I love it. So, Washington, D.C., this article came out September 27. Well, it says, It looks like this has been a successful day for everybody from Washington, D.C. After hours upon hours of testimony, questioning, and monologues by presidential hopefuls, every single person in the country still believes exactly what he or she already (laughs) believed about Brett Kavanaugh going into the hearings. From U.S. Senators to voters across the nation, everybody tuned into the hearings in order to reinforce their viewpoints, not to be swayed by a single piece of evidence going in the opposite direction. We accomplished exactly what we wanted to here, Senator Dianne Feinstein said in an interview after the hearing had concluded, everybody is more divided than before, and levels of hatred are at an all-time high. Not a single person's mind was changed, and that's the way politics should be. One man in Texas claimed his viewpoint had started to waver, but by the end of the day, he decided he'd keep it the way it was. It was a close one. He told reporters gathered outside his home, but at the end of the day, after considering all the evidence, I think the same thing I did before about Kavanaugh, only, only more passionately. This truth in news, everybody, <laughs> courtesy the Babylon Bee. <laughs> Oh, that was the end. I um, Tucker, what what what's his name? Uh, Tucker, Carlson, Tucker Carlson, Carlson, everybody. Yeah, Tucker Carlson. He uh he had uh, editorial or whatever. You, where do you you know where you sit and 
monologue, my on, his monologue show, yeah. on the show. <clears throat> and he said Kavanaugh has a higher favorability rating than any senator in the Senate currently. Well, yes. So I bet Ford does as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, than any of the senators. Come on. Who uh, like? Although Ben Sass, that guy, I like Ben Sass from Nebraska. Anyways, his his yes. What did Tucker have to say? He um basically said if the Republicans don't um support him, that they're going to tick off the base. <clears throat> so, who said that? Oh, that's true. Carlson yeah, Tucker oh, yeah. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> I mean, don't you think that this is going to propel more Republicans to vote than Democrats? I think it should. I, I Yeah, and I, I do, because what it showed, I think, is the sheer single-minded hatred of the left. Yeah. And that they, and that they will do anything. They will abuse this woman, wh- whether she is a, a willing pawn Yep. And an actress, or she is actually a damaged individual that they are now using. They they are the abusers, if anyone is. Yep. And it's horrible yep. that they're being allowed to do it. And I you know, I think Lindsey Graham's a moron, but I appreciate what he said. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Hey, hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> um Yeah, I this is uh, this is like a get out and vote drive for the Republican Party kind of. <clears throat> oh man, the head the headline of Drudge right now mm. is hashtag Me Too. Oh yeah, I am a victim of sexual assault. Quote: Kellyanne Conway chokes up as she sh- makes shocking revelation on CNN while defending SCOTUS nominee Brett Kavanaugh. White House counselor Kellyanne Conway revealed she, too, is a victim of sexual assault, choking up as she made her admission in an emotional interview on CNN Sunday morning. Conway was defending Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination when she said she, too, was a victim. I feel very empathetic, frankly, for victims of sexual assault and sexual harassment and rape. I'm a victim of sexual assault. I don't expect Judge Kavanaugh or Jake Tapper or Jeff Flake or anybody to be held responsible for that. You have to be responsible for your own conduct, she said. She went on to defend Kavanaugh, saying he was no Bill Cosby, who was convicted of drugging and raping a woman. This is not Bill Cosby, she said, adding that Kavanaugh wasn't to yeah, be compared to he's Bill not Clinton black. or Cos Harvey Weinstein either. She also showed sympathy for the victims of sexual assault who confronted replic- replican, Republican Jeff Flake <laughs> in an elevator on Friday which he cited as part of the reason he asked for an FBI investigation. I want those women who were sexually assaulted and confronting Jeff Flake, God bless them, to go blame the perpetrator. That's who's responsible for our sexual assaults. The people who commit them. Tapper expressed his sympathy to Conway, who offered no further details of her assault. This is the first time I've ever heard you talk about something personal like that, and I'm really sorry, he said. I've just had it, Conway said. He went on to ask about President Donald Trump, who has allegations of assault against him. But Conway warned him not to go there. You work for a president who said all the women who have accused him are lying, Tapper began. Conway interrupted him. 
don't conflate that with this and certainly don't conflate it with what happened to me. I would be, it would be a huge mistake, Jake. Let's not do it. Don't always bring Trump into everything that happens in this universe. That's mistake number one. Mm. Not bad, Kellyanne. Mm. So this is all about Trump. But the yeah. guy you work for, he has allegations against him, too. Was it him? That's what he wanted to say. <clears throat> uh. They're miserable. It's a miserable ideology, the left, the liberal ideology. What is miserable. the, fe- what is the well, fear but in of another- Trump from them? There is something. I don't think it's just some, oh, he's a Cheeto, we hate him. Yeah, I they're d- afraid of something. Yeah, I think maybe he doesn't like uh, look at Flake. They went oh, and no. screamed at him. What do you think Trump would do? Well, but you okay? I, okay, oh, well, which one of you yeah, is going to yeah. shoot her? Okay, <laughs> put so, a gun in her hand and shoot her. She's a loser. <laughs> yeah. No, think about it. Trump is an elite business person. Whether we like him or not, he he's an elite business. He's a rich, yep. uh, uber rich guy in New York City and around the world. Mm-hmm. Who he said when he was running that he used to be the donor that gave money to all these politicians. He's got dirt on everyone and they hate it. Probably. Well, they're afraid of it. Yeah. Yeah. He probably has stuff on them that they don't like and they don't want it out. And so they got to get him. Yeah. But then look what they're doing now. Uh, Don't you think he would have leaked it? I don't know. My staff? My staff didn't. <laughs> I, I, uh, I didn't direct I didn't, anyone I, to do that. I didn't even I ask them. <laughs> I don't believe they would do that. <laughs> I don't think my staff, my staff is loyal. They wouldn't do Just that. Just ask Jim Comey. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, he's kind of a turd, um, but I there's something more than just his character that they hate him so much. Do you think, I mean, there's there's a faction of the right that hates him as well. Do you think that a lot of it is the fact that he proved that you don't have to be in the machine oh, to yeah. win? Oh, yeah. He can do what he wants, and yeah. they don't have much influence on him. I mean, him. I, I get why the, the media hates him and will do everything to kill him, because he bucked them. Mm-hmm. He went around them to win. He didn't mm-hmm. have to pay the pay his due like everyone else does. Yeah. What did he get at? Some billion dollars, some ridiculous amount of money worth of advertising because he's a spectacle. Yeah. And he used it very well. Yeah. If you want to hear a phenomenal interview, go back to a couple of weeks ago. Let me just find the actual the actual number of episode of the uh, No Agenda show because John C. Dvorak interviewed Scott Adams, who is the creator Ooh, of Dilbert. Yeah. And it is a fascinating interview. Hmm. So if you if, if you care. Uh, uh, episode one zero six seven. It's called Doubleheader, September 9th on the No Agenda Show. If you go look that up on the iTunes or your episode. podcast of choice, ten sixty seven. One zero six seven. But it, uh, it's a cool insight into him. He's a trained hypnotist. He's an MBA. Yeah. He's a. I don't know. <clears throat> He's well. He creates. He writes Dilbert, which has a fair amount of. Uh, fun to it. Anyway, that, that's a cool, cool thought. So, well, uh, I think we get. It's safe to say that this was the K 
Kavanaugh episode. Yes. Swing and a miss. (laughs) Swing and a miss, everybody. This is the David Allen Show, and we're going to go out to Give It To Me Baby by Rick James. (laughs) 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 Because why not? DavidAllenShow.com. We have a tight schedule this week. We've got two more shows we're going to do in the next six days. Yep. Um, so do come back. If you've stayed this long through this episode and you can hear what I'm saying to you, do come back for the next because uh, we might not dig as deep into Kavanaugh, but we will uh, well, spe- uh, not specialize. We'll focus in again. And I'd say to get your selenium. Or your nation, <laughs> your nation iodine. But I didn't get. <laughs> Has your voice recovered? No, yet? we <laughs> we didn't get our sponsorship this week from the Infowars store. <clears throat> so they they didn't ship our check. I thought for sure after last episode that we'd be getting some. We wanted to go through PayPal yeah, to that's get true. it, but and and they shut it down. Yeah. Uh, any last thoughts on this debacle that we are watching and witnessing in this U.S. Senate? Um, yeah, a year from now, we're probably not going to be even, it's probably not even going to be on our radar screen because eventually this is, I think it's going to get worse. <clears throat> so now, yeah, but it, it's pivotal though. I mean, right Clarence Thomas is. was pivotal yeah. in history. We, we, yeah. You can go back and look. 9-11 was pivotal. But, but Clarence is, is this Thomas be another? was more plausible than this too. True. Yeah. But the spectacle was, was it different? Um, I think it was because there was a plausibility it didn't happen 30 years ago. She was an adult, you know, the whole oh, thing. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is something like, like we, you mentioned, um, no law enforcement agency, no district attorney or county attorney would ever even could, could. look at even considering. Right. And even if they did, what he did would end in maybe a misdemeanor probably no jail time and maybe nothing and maybe right? likely nothing because uh, yeah if well, he there was anything tried as an adult at. but he was a, a juvenile there's nothing to look at yeah if i said he he punched me in the face when i don't know when where was it i don't know who'd you tell nobody sorry yeah have a nice day yeah Thank you, Adam Curry, for that one. This is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com. If you uh, want to, I don't know, follow us. DavidAllenShow.com. Email, if you really want. DavidAllenShow at gmail.com. That's about it. We're not anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> We're very discriminating. Totally. Any last words? No. Peanut gallery. Mm. All right. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a couple days. Yep. Have a good one. See you later. See ya.